Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Helena, let's talk about that astonishing NFL game last night. I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders went from a historic low to a record-breaking high in just four days. Quite the roller coaster, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely, Stephen. After that 3-0 loss to the Minnesota Vikings, who would have thought they'd bounce back with a 63-21 victory over the Los Angeles Chargers? It's the franchise's highest score in a game and the third highest by any team in the Super Bowl era. It's just mind-boggling. And it's not just the score. The Raiders were dominant on both sides of the ball. Seven touchdowns on offense, two on defense, and five takeaways that all led to touchdowns. That's not just a win, it's a demolition. Right, and let's not forget Jacoby Myers' three-yard touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. He's the first non-QB this century to throw a pass with his team up by 40 points. And he's only the second Raider to have both a passing and receiving TD in the same game. Yeah, that was a sight to behold. And then you have the two defensive touchdowns, the first pair for the Raiders in a game since 2006. It was just an all-around stellar performance. And we can't overlook rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell's performance. After a rough start to the season, he threw for 248 yards and a career-high four touchdowns. He even said the short week after the loss to the Vikings helped them bounce back. And bounce back they did. Eight different players scored touchdowns. That's tied for the second most in a game in NFL history. But the Chargers were missing some key players, wouldn't you say? Indeed. They were without their star quarterback Justin Herbert and leading receiver Keenan Allen. But that doesn't take away from the Raiders' performance. They took their chances and made it count. Absolutely. Raiders right tackle Jermaine Eluimanor even said there was a lot of pent-up aggression after being shut out on Sunday. It was a case of turning frustration into motivation. And it clearly worked. Now it's about keeping that momentum going. They face the Chiefs on Christmas Day, and that's going to be a big test. Right you are, Helena. But for now, the Raiders can bask in the glory of a record-breaking win. As interim coach Antonio Pierce said, no apologies here. Sorry. From an exhilarating NFL game to another popular sport, Let's switch gears and talk about some significant changes coming to Major League Soccer. These adjustments, aimed at reducing stoppages and keeping the game flowing, promise to add a new layer of excitement to the upcoming 2024 season. So, Major League Soccer is shaking things up a bit for the 2024 season, aren't they, Helena? They're implementing a couple of rule changes aimed at reducing stoppages during play. That's right, Stephen. Two significant changes are the off-field treatment rule and the timed substitution rule. The off-field treatment rule is going to require players who stay down with a suspected injury for at least 15 seconds to be removed from the field for a minimum of two minutes. And that's unless the injuries come from fouls that earn yellow or red cards. But the idea here is to keep the game moving, right? I mean, they've been testing this out in the MLS Next Pro Developmental League and stoppages have dropped from six per match to just over one. Exactly. And the time substitution rule is also interesting. Players will have to exit the field within 10 seconds when being subbed. If they don't, their replacement will have to wait an extra minute and enter at the next stoppage. This rule, however, doesn't apply to goalkeepers or injury subs. Right? 
and it seems like this rule has been effective too. During the 2023 MLS Next Pro season, only 10 substitutions out of more than 3,200 received that one-minute penalty. But it's not all about the game on the field, is it? There's also been some minor tweaks to the roster guidelines. Discovery lists have been cut down, transfer fees can now be used as general allocation money, and there are new requirements for a player to qualify as a domestic player. All these changes, but as League Commissioner Don Garber pointed out, there are no wholesale changes to how roster building can be conducted, like a significant increase to the salary cap or an additional designated player slot. And despite some speculation, it seems MLS isn't planning to take extra steps to become more competitive with Liga MX teams, at least in the short term. Garber says the time will come for a different direction, but for now, their current strategies are working. Absolutely, Helena. And there are a few other smaller changes too, like stoppage time now being shown in stadiums, VAR decisions being announced by referees, and simultaneous head injuries being treated off-field at the same time. All in all, it's a series of changes designed to streamline the game, reduce stoppages, and keep fans engaged. It'll be interesting to see how these changes impact the dynamics of the game in the 2024 season. From the soccer field to the volleyball court, let's switch gears now. While Major League Soccer is shaking things up for the 2024 season, there's another sport making headlines. The volleyball championship is in full swing and it's not without its share of surprises and thrilling moments. Stay tuned as we dive into the details. So Helena, the Volleyball Champ Championship is making headlines, especially with Nebraska coach John Cook's unexpected move. Oh, absolutely. Cook was set to speak at the coach's convention, but his team's performance has given him a rather exciting reason to opt out. Right, he's got a national championship match to prepare for. It's a big deal, especially as it's going to be broadcast on ABC for the first time. Indeed, and it's going to be a clash of the titans, Nebraska's Cornhuskers, the top seed, against the defending champions, Texas. Both teams have a rich history in the tournament. Yes, they've been conference rivals for quite a while, haven't they? From 1996 to 2010, in the Big 12, before Nebraska moved to the Big 10. And Nebraska holds an edge in their historical matchups. That's right. Texas coach Jarrett Elliott even likened it to the Celtics versus Lakers rivalry, and Texas has been on a roll recently. They were on the brink of elimination, but rallied to win. Yes, and their serving game was on point, with Big 12 Player of the Year Madison Skinner leading the charge. Skinner's performance was quite impressive. Absolutely. Skinner was instrumental with her aces and kills. Now let's talk about Nebraska. They've made it to the Final Four for the 17th time and they've done it with a mix of experienced players and newcomers. Yes, and it's not just the veterans carrying the team. The freshmen have played substantial roles, which is quite impressive. They've had a lot of preparation, with exhibition matches, training, and even a trip to Brazil. That's right, and they've shown that age doesn't matter. It's all about the skill and the drive. Even with new faces, they've managed to maintain the program's tradition. Indeed. And their lone loss this season came against Wisconsin, whom they had previously defeated. Their defense was key in their match against Pitt, wasn't it? Absolutely. Their defense was a game-changer. They managed to stress out the Panthers, leading to hitting errors. Nebraska's block was fearsome, finishing with 15 total blocks. 
And it wasn't just their defense. Their offense stepped up in the third set, hitting 4.07. Freshman Murray and Riley played big roles, leading the team in kills and assists respectively. Absolutely. It's clear that these freshmen are super competitors. According to Coach Cook, the bigger the stage, the harder they compete. It's going to be an exciting championship match. From the volleyball court to the football field, our sports conversation continues. But it's not just about the games themselves. Let's turn our attention now to a platform that has become a major player in the world of sports broadcasting and coverage. So, Helena, switching gears a bit, it's time to talk about football. ESPN's been a major hub for all things sports, especially football. They've got scores, news, and comprehensive coverage of various leagues. Absolutely, Stephen. And it's not just football. They've got a wide array of sports coverage. It's a veritable treasure trove for sports enthusiasts. They've got their fingers on the pulse of every major league and... Yes, and let's not forget their commitment to privacy and safety. ESPN's policies are pretty clear about that. They've got specific terms of use and privacy policy in place, and they're quite transparent about how they handle user data. That's a good point, Stephen. And for our listeners in California, ESPN has specific privacy rights in place for you. It's important to know your rights and how your data is being used. Very true. And ESPN's reach isn't just limited to English-speaking audiences. They've got ESPN on Espanol for our Spanish-speaking listeners. Not to mention the wide variety of content on Anscape and 538. It's truly a global platform. And for the soccer fans, there's ESPN FC. And let's not forget the cricket lovers. ESPN Crisinfo is a dedicated platform for them. ESPN really does cater to a diverse range of sports fans. They sure do, Helena. It's all part of their mission to bring sports to as many people as possible, in as many ways as possible. And it's safe to say they're doing a pretty good job of it. 